Do you want to find solutions on how to make decisions faster, how to solve problems with your teams, or define a clear strategy that resonates with your staff and customers? There is a workshop for that. Hello there, I'm Nati Ravez, founder of La Workshoppers. I'm a collaboration consultant and workshop facilitator, member of an amazing workshopper community. In this podcast, I meet them to get the best advice on facilitation and I'll let leaders and managers speak to understand the challenges they are facing. Welcome to the show. Check, check, check. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Okay. How can you refine your value proposition as a freelance facilitator to attract future clients? And how can you clearly communicate the problems you solve, the purpose, outcomes, and benefits of your workshops? This is one of the challenges many freelance facilitators face when setting up their own business. Of course, being a highly skilled facilitator means that you are able to design and deliver a wide range of workshop types across industry. But if your communication about what you can offer is too broad, you leave it up to potential clients to find out by themselves how you can help them. They get lost, lose interest, and the result is that you don't get any order. We had many of these conversations with Jörg Winterhof when we met and worked together for a few weeks in Bali. Jörg was facing the same challenges, namely finding a specific value proposition to address a clear customer segment. Passionate about AI technology and its impact on companies and recognizing that there is a real need in the market, he decided to become an expert certified as an AI Design Spring facilitator and refined his offering. Jörg is not only a fellow workshopper, but we also share our digital nomad journey as he has been traveling the world with his family for almost a year. So travel with us to Bali, where we recorded this episode face-to-face in a beautiful natural setting. Let's go! Hi, Jörg! Hi, Nati! <laughs> I'm so happy to have you here with me on the podcast and actually it's quite unbelievable. We are sitting in the garden of my homestay in the north of Bali and uh, three months ago we didn't know each other. That's so true. Yeah, I'm super glad to be here, super excited, a little bit nervous. It's my first podcast, but uh, let's explore a little bit. Let's reflect a little bit on our journey. Yeah. And the journey we had together since one month now, almost, almost yes. crazy. You contacted me uh, a few months ago since um, you are also a facilitator. And I, at that time, you were with your family in the U.S. In San Francisco, actually, yes. In the U.S. I can remember our video call with your two little boys coming yes. <laughs> in front of the camera. And you told me, hey... I am a workshop facilitator like you. I will be at the Facilitators Connect in a few months. We are right now in the US and we would like to come eventually to Asia. One month later, you arrived in Bali for my birthday. Well, actually, um, at that time, I didn't even know that you are in Bali. So we had this call. Um, I'm just, I'm going to give you a little bit more context about how 
it came to this call. But at that point, I didn't even know that you were in Bali. So that was little surprise in our, in our conversation. But yeah, let's, let, let me give you a little bit more context. We are very fortunate, me and my family right now, to be able to, to travel our beautiful planet. We started out last year in August. And mm -hmm. um, so we are on the road for almost one year now went to the Azores. We were in Central America, South America, in the US, um, short stopover in Sydney, now in Bali. And we just planned to go to Sri Lanka after this. So uh, that's a really, really cool adventure that we are right now on um, with my wife and my two kids. And um, it was, as I said, a quite big surprise that you were also in Bali. Because one challenge that you have when you are on the road, um, a lot of people see the nice pictures and the beautiful places and uh, sometimes the beaches, the palm trees, the coconuts. <laughs> um, but what they don't usually see is that that's always also linked with challenges. For example, one of the biggest challenges that we actually have is that we are quite isolated. We are in the little bubble of our family. My wife, my kids, I love them, but that can be sometimes quite challenging because you have no room to exchange thoughts or uh, just talk to some other person spontaneously. So uh, that's why I was super excited to actually find out that you are also in Bali the same time that we are. And uh, I was actually eager to just exchange thoughts and uh, just uh, co-work, yeah. work together again. Because until then, it was just me mm -hmm. and myself and mm -hmm. sometimes my wife who could give feedback. And so that, that's the that's the big story, um, how we actually met. And uh, it was awesome. And it's a little sad that you're going to leave quite yeah, soon. <laughs> I will leave in a few days. But in these months, I think we have done so much for our business separately, but together. Like together alone. Working together alone, right? <laughs> like working together alone. So we were first in a co-working place in the south of Bali. Beautiful place. Yeah, it was Live It Hub is really a beautiful place. Yes. And then we came to the north all together. And now we are in my kitchen in, in the garden, so to say, working here every day, exchanging. So... Yeah, it was nice. It was really nice. So, Jörg, you've been, you started your career as an IT consultant and you came into facilitation. It was like a journey. Can you tell me more about that? I'd love to. It wasn't a straight line. Uh, it was, yes, as I said, after studying business informatics, uh, I went into IT consulting and I did that for almost 10 years. Um, and then I decided I needed something completely different because I didn't want to do the same thing all over again. And I transitioned into the space of innovation. And um, I, uh, for three years, I was able to build a completely new innovation unit in a German Mittelstand company, mm -hmm. like a German traditional established company, um, which was incredible. It was such a great job uh it was uh you know i could i could create things uh, i was able to to talk with startups uh, but i also had challenges because 
the established companies, they are not, let's say innovation is not always the first priority they have. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, nevertheless, it was beautiful. It was great. Um, but during that time, um, I was I was trying to find ways to validate ideas faster, validate business models faster. And uh, I think, and I think I have that in common with a lot of people that that you have on your podcast. Um, I think AJ and Smart and their uh, whole advertising machine found <laughs> me. Basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I did learn about the design sprint that they are offering, and uh, I just dove into that. I just uh, thought that's an awesome way to to uh, innovate, to come up with new ideas, to validate that, to be faster. And uh, I, I learned it. I'm I took their course, and uh, I was sold. I was sold immediately. And whenever we took the decision to to do this journey that we are on. Um, I quit my job for that. Um, Sabine, my wife, she quit her job for that. She's an architect. So the plan was I have that skills, that facilitation skills that I learned. And uh, well, that's how I how I uh, founded Sprint Studio in September last year. And the plan was to go all in and, and do freelance work as a facilitator. That's how I actually found my way into that niche, let's say. Yeah. Yes. So... How did you find actually this speciality? A lot of facilitators who like uh, their methods and the way of working with facilitation want actually to start their own business and be self-employed. And the big question is always, okay, how can I find my niche? Um, what kind of facilitator do I want to be? What kind of customer do I want to serve? And um, I know that this is also a journey to do this. How did your journey go? Well, to explain that, I need to be quite open and um, probably be also quite vulnerable because when I started out, um, I thought this whole design sprint and the workshopping way of doing things creates so much value for companies that I thought it's a no-brainer. You know, I just do some slides And I, I, I contact my network and I explain what I do and what I'm able to do for them. And uh, I really thought that it's that simple, that the people are coming and that they say, awesome, we've been waiting just for you and just <laughs> for this concept. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. Reality, um, for the last 10 months, I was not able to sell one workshop. That's yeah. reality. Yeah. And uh, it took me a while to find out why that is. My first hypothesis was, um, you know, in Germany, the last couple of months were quite difficult with energy crisis and inflation. And, you know, I thought, you know, these, these companies that I'm targeting, they don't have innovation as their top priority. So they kind of put that back and do it some other time. But the truth, and that took me... Again, some time to find out. The truth is that I just was not able to clearly communicate what I'm actually offering, what value I'm offering, and what problem am I solving with my workshops. Yeah. Because the question was always, and even from family members and very close friends, where I thought that that could work as a start, they said, super interesting and, and very nice, but 
I have just no idea what what question or what problem can I solve with that? Uh, and I said as an answer to that, well, don't worry. It can be strategic. It can be products. It can be anything, basically. Yeah, yeah. And that's the big problem. So that's the really big problem. I was super naive and I didn't think about positioning a lot. I didn't think about marketing and sales a lot. I thought it's a no-brainer and it's going by itself. Yeah. But that was actually not reality. Yeah. So what I found was... Uh, I talked to a lot of people and um, talked also to you about that. Yeah. And I talked to some other people to get some guidance and some ideas. What's the problem? And I also talked to a guy, um, his name is Michael Brandt. Mm-hmm. He's uh, working in, in Denmark. Company is called 33A. And they came up with this super cool method. They adjusted the uh, traditional design sprint and made an AI design sprint out of that. And my first thought was brilliant. I did like an experience session and kind of learned about how this works. And I thought, this is really brilliant. We're going to probably go into that Mm -hmm. a little bit more uh, after this. But um, what I found was I could use that as like an entrance to customers because AI right now is just, it's hyped. It's it's hot. It's it's hot, hot. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants to do AI. So I thought that's an opener to, to possible customers. And then I can sell my other workshop programs. Yeah. So that was basically the idea, how I found the AI design sprint and uh, how I, well, that, yeah, that was my, my journey, how I actually found this. If you're a workshop facilitator and you're struggling to find your own value proposition, the type of workshop you really want to offer, the one that exactly meets the needs of the customers you'd like to work with, or if you want to refine your offering and make it more clear and attractive to your customers, book a free call with me so we can discuss how I can be a sparing partner in one-to-one sessions to guide you towards your ideal offer. All the contact information in the show notes. And as you say, this topic is really, really relevant since companies are sometimes completely overwhelmed um, with this. And there are some barriers because they just don't know how to start with AI, but this is, um, this is a new technology and innovative way of working that will take place if we want it or not. Absolutely. And actually it's about showing them what is it? What is it? What is AI? For what is it good? And how can you use it so that your team collaboration, your process, um, everything is then better if you use it correctly. So how did you start with this? How uh, you, you, you did, um, this, um, this training with a uh, 33A, but how do you help these companies and how, what is the concept of your product? Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's quite awesome what's happening. I just started basically two weeks ago, yeah. kind of go out and, and make it public that I'm that I'm doing that and prepared some things. But uh, the reactions that I got in these two weeks are far more than what I had the last ten months. Yeah, uh, and, and in a positive way. So what I'm actually doing and uh, work. Let me let me say it differently. Um, I talked to quite a lot of. Um, 
innovative business leaders and decision makers in established companies. And what they kept telling me was, we are very intrigued by AI. We want to do that. Everybody does it. So there's a li this little FOMO, this little fear of missing out, which is also good for me, of course. Yes. But what they are saying is we want to do that. But first of all, we have no idea where to start. And the second thing is AI seems to be super complex and uh, beca because it's always approached in a very technical and in, in a very data-driven way. So the question that a lot of companies start with is, what data do we have right now? What quality is this data? And how can we use that data to do something with AI? And honestly, I think that is not the best way to approach it because you are immediately limiting yourself to find very good, meaningful and successful AI solutions because you're just looking at the data that you have. Yeah. So what this concept now is actually doing, it's taking out of the equation this whole tech talk, this whole data-driven, tech-driven thing. And it's working with a concept called uh, AI card matching. So what what 33A did, they uh, kind of broke down this whole term AI into different categories and the different categories into use cases. So what I'm actually able to do now is I can go to a customer uh, and a team that has no AI or no technology at all, mm -hmm. but we can still come up with quite great solutions, AI solutions for their specific and unique context, because we are talking about the categories and the use cases. Yeah. And after, after that, we are thinking about what data do we need and, and what else is necessary. And that's the brilliant thing about it. That's the brilliant thing about the AI sp design sprint. You don't start with the technology. You start with use cases and you kind of match that to the specific company. Yeah. So you are looking in the company, what are the process which could be identified to work with AI? So this is the first thing. So it's all about the company first. And then you use this use case to map, okay, if you want to work on your recruitment process, for example, what are the use case we can use to make a concept, actually, a strategy, how to use AI to optimize these processes, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we've been working for four weeks, yeah. so you know quite well what it's about. The, the great thing is you can, most companies want to look at their processes. Yeah. How can they automate it with AI? Yeah. And that's one module that we're offering, specifically looking at processes and how to automate them with AI. But it's also possible to look at, for example, their products, their services, so their whole portfolio, and try to find out how can we improve existing products and services with AI, or how can we come up with completely new ones yeah. based on AI. And also there's another module, that's the third one, um, that gives a very, very broad overview. If you really have no idea where to start, you don't even know where your sweet spot for AI is. We take like the satellite view. We take the, the whole company, the organizational structure of the company and uh, go through this workshop, which is called AI opportunity mapping mm -hmm. and find out where it's like a heat map. In the end, you get a heat map of your company, of your organization, and you see exactly where are the biggest sweet spots for AI. So you know exactly where to start 
where to invest and why to do that. Yeah. So that's the three modules. The most popular one is processes, but there's also these, these other two. And, uh, that's how we can really help these established companies or these decision makers in these established companies to actually be successful and approach the AI space from that direction. Yeah. Yeah. I've been working for the last four weeks with you. And so I got a lot of information and I'm very, very interested in this topic because of course, if you are optimizing processes, you are optimizing people work. And since my, my own topic is team collaboration, I'm, I, I want also in the future to, to use all this kind of systematic or step-by-step -step guide to see also how can we improve team collaboration. Yes. Hi, I'm Katrin Schiepers from Facilitators Connect and I have something for you. If you are an entrepreneur in the field of facilitation, keep your ears wide open. There is an event that you should not miss if you want to scale up your business and leverage your skills. It's called Facilitators Connect and it is a retreat which will take place from the 11th until the 15th of September in the Netherlands. Five intense days with top speakers who will hold exclusive workshops where you will get the most out of your own positioning, but also your sales and marketing strategy. With speakers such as Ahmad Munawar, Axel Van Kuali and the well-known Brittany Bowring. Grab your coupon in the show notes to get a special discount. Sign up super quick on facilitatorsconnect.com and join 40 facilitators from all over the world for five intense days for your business, for your network with like-minded people, but most of all, for yourself. See you soon. Nice. And um, we are going to the Facilitators Connect in September. Oh, yes. So I'm living in three days Bali but we will see each other again in September in the Netherlands yeah and um why are you going there why I'm going well first of all I'm super excited um it's quite simple um at the time where I decided that I wanted to go to that retreat was before I actually jumped into the AI design sprint yeah And uh, it was the time when I started to realize it's not about any crisis in Germany. It's about me. It's about how do I successfully position the company, my business, my brand? How do I sell it? How to market it? And um, I think I saw Katrin in my, in my LinkedIn feed the first time. Um, then I listened to the podcast that you did with Katrin and, and Michiel, yeah. the two organizers, um, to, to learn more about it. And I was... I, I was sold immediately because it was exactly what my problem is, the whole positioning, marketing and sales uh, thing and uh, the branding thing. So, uh, of course, it is not cheap. Let's be honest about that. It's not cheap. But for me, it was very clear. It's an investment. It's yeah. not money that I, it's not consumption. It's an investment. And I'm, I'm very sure. Um, that in the end, I'm going to get back more than this investment that I that I've done. So very excited to meet all these cool people. I've met some other people who are also going, and I'm super excited also to meet Michiel and, and Katrin in person and not just uh, 
in 2D on the, on a computer screen. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. And I'm sure that, um, no, I'm not sure. I know because I was on a, another facilitation retreat last summer. I know that we learn a lot. We laugh a lot. <laughs> um, but this is also the start of something after the, the, the retreat. Um, Catherine, Michelle and me, we learned each other at this retreat from last year. And with other people who were here and who will be here, who are skilled, who are skilled facilitator, there were some collaboration, co-facilitation, like you and me. I mean, two months ago, we didn't know each other. Now we know each other. We, of course, think about working together in the future. And, um, and this is also a very big thing that you learn other people. You will match with other people. Um, with friendship, you will match with other people with collaboration. So this is actually a big booster for yourself as a person, yourself as a facilitator and for your business, of course. I, I really, I've never done anything like that before. So it's my first event like this. So, uh, but from what I hear, from what I see, it's going to be value packed. There's really cool speakers um, where I think I can learn quite nice things. And and actually, I have a very concrete use case. Um, I've I've been contacted by quite a few other facilitators who also are intrigued by this AI uh, workshop kind of thing. And um, I also think it would be a good thing for other facilitators to find their niche, to find like a specific customer problem that they can solve yeah. and kind of get out of this very broad, I'm offering workshops to, I'm offering a very specific workshop. So I'm, I'm already starts to think about also training it yeah. to other facilitators yeah. and kind of take that use case to the retreats and kind of learn and discuss with other participants how, how this could be done yeah. in terms of positioning and sales and marketing. So that's my personal, my personal uh, use case that I'm taking there to see what's, what's going to happen then. So we will see us in September. Thank you so much for the time. We had our little co-working bubble and uh, thank you for being here as my guest on the podcast. Thank you very much, Nati, for the opportunity. Uh, it was easy. It was my first podcast, but it was just like a, you know, nice conversation. Thank you very much and uh, good luck to you and see you in September. See you in September. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something valuable. If you'd like to get in touch with Jörg, don't hesitate to send him a message via LinkedIn. If you're interested in one of his workshops, check out his website, all information in the show notes. And if you'd like to meet him in person, we invite you to join us at the Facilitators Connect Retreat in the Netherlands in September. You will find a discount coupon in the show notes, which will give you 200 euros off your ticket if you register and sign up on facilitatorsconnect.com. Next week, I welcome an incredible woman, Patricia Pielaschek, founder of WeCoco, a community-focused platform that connects disruptors action takers and game changers to drive innovation.
We'll be talking about Wikoko, of course, and her preparation for the fantastic TED Talk she gave earlier this year, as well as the challenges facing leaders and teams in the companies she works with. So stay tuned, and until then, I wish you health, success, and a lot of happiness. Au revoir! <laughs>